gentlemen it is time the playoffs are starting in a matter of minutes here when the Niners take on the Seahawks and we're going to break down the matchups for the first round of the playoffs in the second part of of the podcast this week first matchup is a rematch from last week as the number two ranked Steve takes on the number seven ranked Brandon in week 14 Steve beat Brandon by about 25 points, 110 to 85. Um, but that's the beauty of, of the fantasy football playoffs is that none of that matters. None of the previous matchups matter at all. The only thing that matters is the week ahead. <clears throat> so right now, ESPN is projecting a very close game, 113.8 to 112.8, giving Brandon the slight edge. Uh, Brandon currently has Justin Fields in the QB slot over Dak. Um, he has projected to score about four more points. Um, and the running backs, Nick Chubb and Travis Etienne, who, like I said, have been struggling lately, are both projected for over 14.5 points. Um, the receivers, Juju is the only one projected over 10 with 10.8. And right now, Drake London and Elijah Moore are the two other starters. Um, Travis Kelsey, the number one tight end by a mile, he is projected to score 15 points. And in the flex is the second tight end, TJ, TJ Hawkinson, projected to score nine and a half points. Brandon picked up the Broncos defense playing Arizona, now without Kyler Murray, and they're projected for one of the higher point totals this week at 6.4 points. So for Brandon, really the only questions come down to the quarterback position, whether it's stack or fields. And the other big key here is the New England backfield. If Ramondre Stevenson is unable to go and Damian Harris does, um, this could be a, a real nice spot start for Harris. For Steve... He has the exact opposite problem. Damian Pierce suffered a high ankle sprain last week and is expected to miss a couple weeks. That leaves a big hole in the RB2 slot for Steve. Right now he's got James Cook in the lineup against the Dolphins on Saturday night, uh, but did pick up uh, Dari Ogumbalawale, or whatever the hell his name is, as they take on the Chiefs on Sunday afternoon. Both are projected for about eight and a half points. Um, Tyreek Hill projected for 19.2 at Buffalo in what could be a, a tough matchup for the Dolphins yet again. And T. Higgins, big question there. Um, dressed last week but was pulled out and apparently snuck onto the field for one play before, uh, before sitting out the rest of the game. So um, Steve's going to need a couple full practices there from Higgins to, uh, to safely get him in the lineup. Other than that, Deontay Johnson is projected to score 10.1 points. So Steve with a huge advantage here in the wide receiver spots um, compared to Brandon's 
Brandon's core there. Uh, but Dawson Knox only projected for 6.4 points, um, nine points less than Kelsey. In the flex spot, Steve's going with Curtis Samuel currently, projected to get 8.7 points on Sunday night against the Giants. And the Cowboys defense, who have been super steady all year, are projected for 4.2 points at Jacksonville on Sunday. Up next, with another tight projection, we have Graz at 125 versus Shane at 123. Graz the three seed and Shane the six seed. For Graz, he's led by Patrick Mahomes at Houston, projected for 27 points. And the running backs, Derrick Henry, 21 and a half. Miles Sanders, 15. James Conner, 18.1. Um, big advantage there for Graz at the running back and flex positions. The receivers, he's got A.J. Brown at Chicago, projected for 14 points. And Jerry Judy, off a monster game last week against the Arizona Cardinals, projected for 12. D.J. Chark gets the start against the Jets, and is projected for 7.6 points. And in the tight end slot with Hayden Hurst out, Graz picks up Robert Tunyon, who's projected for 4.9 points on Monday night against the Rams. Steelers D at Carolina projected for 4.1. For Shane, Josh Allen at quarterback. Saturday night primetime game. He's projected for 28 points, so slight advantage at the quarterback spot for Shane. Uh, the running backs, Alvin Kamara, he's got Atlanta at home, projected for 15. Um, hasn't been anywhere near that lately, but this is a nice matchup here, so we'll see what he can do. And Zonovan Knight, he's got the Lions at home, projected for 14.5 points. The Lions have been surprisingly good against running backs as of late, so we'll see how that shakes out. The receivers, he's got Devontae Adams. He's got a home matchup against the Patriots, projected for 15.8 points, and actually has two players playing right now. He's got Tyler Lockett and Brandon Ayuk. So a lot can be uh, determined after this Thursday night game. Um, big games or disappointing games from from both receivers um could change the the whole outlook of this matchup at tight end he's got Gerald everett who's got the titans on sunday afternoon he's projected for 7.3 points and in the flex terry mclaren home matchup sunday night against the giants projected for 13.7 shane has the opposite defensive grass he's got the panthers at home against the steelers Projected for 4.6 points. And the final meaningful matchup this week, the number four seed Tom squares off against the number five seed Bob. Tom is the slight underdog despite being a higher seed in this matchup. And a lot of that has to do with the loss of Kyler Murray. Um, Tom picks up two quarterbacks on the week, Brock Purdy, who was left on his bench, so he'll be locked in. And Daniel Jones, who's at Washington on Sunday night, projected for 18.7 points. At the running back position, we have Dalvin Cook, 
projected for 18.6 in a nice matchup at home against the Colts. And Kenneth Walker with the surprise start for Tom um, playing currently. Earlier I texted Tom and said I am not going to change his lineup uh, because he had everybody on his bench. And I let him know that Walker and Purdy were playing the night and that I wasn't going to go back and, and put them in. And he assured me that no matter what, Walker was not going to be in the lineup. And by game time, Walker's in the lineup. So we'll see how that goes for Tom. We'll see if uh, if he can come back from his injury here and give a nice splash outing to start the week for the Chipmunks. The receiver position, um, been pretty solid for Tom all year. He's got CeeDee Lamb at Jacksonville on Sunday, projected for 14 points. Mike Evans at home against the Bengals, projected for 11.6 points. And Jalen Waddell at Buffalo Saturday night, projected for 12 points. Free agent pickup, Evan Ingram. He's got the Cowboys at home, projected for 7.5 points, coming off a monster game last week, scoring, um, I'm assuming, well over 30 points. So the flex spot, we have David Montgomery a home matchup against the Eagles, projected for 15 points. And the eighth or ninth round pick, whatever it was, Buffalo Bills defense, a home matchup against the Dolphins are projected for 3.9 points. So for the week, Tom's projected for just over 115. For Bob, also in the Eagles-Bears matchup, he's got Jalen Hurts projected for 31.8 points. Um, so a huge advantage there at the quarterback spot. Um, where Bob falls short is the running back position, like he does every week, with Jamal Williams currently getting a start at the Jets, projected for 10.6, and J.K. Dobbins at Cleveland on Saturday afternoon, projected for 11.5 points. Justin Jefferson, the current wide receiver one on the season, He's got a home matchup against the Colts on Saturday, and he's projected for 15.8 points. DK Metcalf, currently playing, currently without a catch, projected for 14 points. And Zay Jones, who's been hot as of late, he's got a home matchup against the Cowboys, projected for 11 points. Tight end, David Njoku, Saturday matchup, against the Ravens, projected for 8.3 points. And in the flex spot, A.J. Dillon on Monday night, projected for almost 10 points. In the defense, we got the Packers, also Monday night matchup, projected for 5.5 points against Baker Mayfield and the Rams. Um, so a couple games could be big factors in this matchup here with the Thursday night, Ken Walker, versus DK Metcalf battle. And then there is the Eagles-Bears matchup with David Montgomery and Jalen Hurts. And then, of course, both Minnesota Vikings playing Saturday afternoon, Bob with Justin Jefferson and Tom with Dalvin Cook. So um, whoever finds the end zone for those teams in those games are, uh, are going to have a huge advantage here. The number one seed, Don Havens, will be keeping a close eye on this matchup as he awaits the winner. So Don will get the four or five seed, Tom or Bob, 
and the winners of the Steve Brandon matchup and Graz Shane matchup will play each other in the semis. All right, boys, I'm going to sign off and watch this game here and root for Geno Smith to throw in DK Metcalf's direction on every single play and be extremely disappointed when he doesn't. Um, but all joking aside, good luck to everybody. I'm sure we're all watching this game right now as there's a lot at stake already on Thursday night. And uh, we'll see you next week. Oh, touchdown, Brock Purdy to George Kittle. So the Niners get on the board first. Um, as I'm about to sign off here with a touchdown from Brock Purdy sitting on Tom's bench. Nice work, Tom.